Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right. Well, thank you to 22 Motivational Minutes, which is our brand performance podcast, where we have conversations with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs and business leaders. When we perform, we get paid. And so today's performance conversation, we have Krista Nelson. And Krista Nelson is a tactical marketing strategist. You can already tell where we've got Krista on the episode for us today. And she comes to us with knowledge around graphic and web design, digital marketing specialties, um, social media, and SEO. So anything when it comes to brand is very powerful for Krista. So she is the owner of Epiphany, and her tagline is Your Creative Spark. So Krista, welcome to today's podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Absolutely. So, you know, this is the performance podcast. And the reason why we've chose you is, is for a few reasons. You and I recently had an opportunity to connect in the room I was presenting, and you were an audience member. And then we clicked and we sparked afterwards, as I would say. And we're going to have a little bit <laughs> of conversation around that. And then just about what you're doing in business and how you support people. So, let's lead off. Tell us from a personal side, you know, who you are and how did you get into the the, um, the marketing strategist industry? Oh my gosh, it was such a great journey. I actually had a mentor who saw it in me before I saw it. And she said, I know you're not, you know, living your best life. You're not loving your job right now. I think you should try marketing. I was like, that's insane. I have no experience. And she's like, no, trust me, this is your thing. And she believed in me and coached me along my way it has been an amazing journey. I really just strive to be that same person she was for me because I feel like sometimes as women, we sort of get into this rut where we think we need to be somebody because that's what's pleasing to other people. So we just start following this track because that's the profession that people have been saying, hey, you should do this for your whole life. And then you don't, you're afraid to pivot. And she just encouraged me to pivot. And so I like to try to be that person for other people, just come alongside of them and see where they are in their life and maybe spark something awesome. Mm. Okay, so Epiphany, how did you how did you brand that name? What was it about Epiphany and your creative spark, Krista? Give us some insight into, you know, your personal brand and who you serve. So it's a combination of a couple of things. It em embodies my faith, which is a big part of who I am and what I believe in. And, you know, the story of the epiphany, the wise men brought the gifts, right, to baby Jesus. And I think we all have gifts to bring. And while they may not be um, what we think are worthy of a king or the savior of the world or however you look at who Jesus is to you, um, they are valuable to someone. And so that's part of it. It kind of falls in line with my faith. And then the other part of it is I just love when people have that aha moment. When we're having a conversation and I ask enough questions or we get deep enough that they go, oh my gosh, that's it. That's 
the epiphany right there. And so that just brings me so much joy, both of those kind of things, to help people use their gifts to, you know, inspire other people. And then also things that make you go, yay. Right. Okay. So there we go. Let's talk about the aha moment. So you were in the audience, right? I was the speaker and the keynote for one of our local financial institutions and it was professional development week, right? And supporting our, our, you know, people within, um, the professional realm and um, our support staff. So as you were listening to what I was sharing and the topic was, you know, um, building a champion's mindset, what were you listening to, Krista, that gave you those aha moments? Oh my gosh. So every now and again, I enter and I go to a lot of, you know, speakers. That's sort of my thing. I'm a constant learner, but every now and again, I'm in a speech and I'm listening to them and I feel like they're having a one-on-one conversation with me personally. And that's exactly what happened the day that you were talking. We were just coming out of March Madness and our family we are basketball fans. So it was just coming out of March Madness and I had just written a blog about, you know, what athletics taught me and the champion mindset. And so you're like champion mindset. I'm like, yes, this is my girl. She's talking about me. (laughs) And uh, you mentioned a few different things and then you said your maverick mantra. And I was like, yes, I have something to say and people want to hear it. Mm. I don't know why I doubt myself. It just happens. It's this kind of thing that that kind of ebbs and flows of, I think everyone really has, where they're like, yes, what I'm doing is right. What I'm doing has purpose. What I'm doing has value to others. And then some days I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Does this have value? No one cares what I have to say. My gifts aren't that important. And so just hearing you reassure me and say, look, you just got to walk into the room. I'm an author and a podcast host and this speaker and a great, you know, motivational coach. And I even have those days. So this is something that I do. I was like, Hey, she does it. I can do it. It's going to work. So that was kind of my aha moment for that day. So connecting the dots, right. And so let's, let me share the mantra. So I love to say, and if you've read the book or you've really been following us on social, you know, champions are motivated by the dream, but made by their routine. And it's that mindset of like building out, you know, what inspires us? What is that dream that we're striving to achieve? But then we also have to match that to the routine. Those are the actions. Those are the daily disciplines. And so many people connect to that. And, and then I think, you know, within that space, I shared, you know, when I interviewed and got into the really the specific niche of who I serve as high performers, when I asked the question, you know, what do you need to start doing, stop doing and continue doing? Nine out of 10 people said, I need to stop doubting myself, right? And so easily, yeah. I, you know, the uh, in the self-doubt business, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> but that's where I can say and stand tall that I build confident leaders because confident leaders move mountains. And here you are, Krista, you're a confident leader, right? It can ebb and flow. Yeah. That's what you're saying to us is like, oh, you know, I, I kind of question it sometimes and I doubt it every once in a while. Take us there. Why do you doubt yourself? And why was that message so powerful to you? You know, I have no idea. I think that we have the little self-talk in our head and some of it's there to protect us from hurts and things that might go bad. 
But I lean back on being an athlete. One of the lessons that I learned as an athlete, you're not going to win every game, but you're not going to make any shots that you don't take. So I think you, we have to try. We can't get stalemate. We have to try. And we can spend a minute, you know, on the loss, like, you know, that kind of stunk and what we can do better. But we can't live there. We really need to have a short memory and move on to the next thing. And so for me, I just needed you as a coach or a person or a speaker or whoever you were that day mm-hmm. to say to me, it's okay. That one, did, that didn't work out. We lost that one, but we can get the next game, right? That wasn't our day. But if you don't take the shot, you're not going to make it. I think you said something about, and you're probably going to have to clear me up on this because I don't have my notes right in front of me, but you said something about you can't try and fail at the same time. Because it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, if I'm shooting, I have a 50 percent chance of making it. But if I don't shoot at all, I'm not trying to make a shot. So I'm definitely going to fail. So you definitely can't try and fail at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible. So, so it's a choice then. So then we're empowered when we have a choice. So as long as you're choosing to try, you'll never choose to fail. And it is, it's just kind of that, that flip of the switch. Like I like to tell people like in business, right? And we're, we're business builders and we're prospecting or asking, but are you asking everybody? Because when you ask everybody, your odds go up 100%, all right? And when we don't ask everybody, we're making the decision for them. And now how creepy is that? We don't want to do that in yeah. business, right? So it's our job. Exactly. To- good stewards, know what we have, have infinite clarity in the value that it brings, and then ask everybody to be part of it. Now, right there, when you hear me position it like that, does it make you want to try to ask absolutely everybody and why? Oh, yes. So I have a good example. And I don't know why it's like preaching to the choir, kind of. I know it, but you had to remind me. I'm constantly telling my clients all the time, well, how do you know that your customers want this? How do you know that they're satisfied? Have you asked them? You know, just because you get one bad review on Google doesn't mean your company is going to shut down. Doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you have something to work on. And basically, they just gave you free advice. Now, sometimes because as owners, we take it personal. It's our baby. We've been working on it, you know. But if you set those things that aren't true aside or the personal things or the emotion aside and look at the the facts of the negative Google review, you can really make some changes that the next person won't have, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just chalk it up to a bad day, but maybe there's something there. Maybe there's somebody that needs some training or encouragement with your company, or maybe there's something that's not fitting with your brand promise that a change needs to happen. And so it's like, I knew it. I knew what you were saying, but I just uh, needed encouragement, needed the coaching. And I think that's the same for a lot of the professionals that I work for and work with. They're professionals, they're subject matter experts in their area. They know what they need to do. They sometimes just don't know that that's where they need to do it or that they're or to keep doing it. Uh, and so that's kind of where I come in and just ask them a question. And then they'll have the uh, the epiphany, the aha moment, and they'll say, oh my gosh, right. I knew that. Yeah, 
you're the guide on the side, right? You're the you're the one who brings yeah. out their genius in a way that, you know, you you're a wordsmith, right? You're a wordsmith. You you bring the right words, the right framing, the right messaging to that genius, and that combined together is very combustible. So that support, that synergy, that connectivity with you and your clients, you it allows you to come out with a perfect product for them. Yeah, and it improves. Okay, so let's talk though, let's step back for a minute. We talk about feedback, right? Um, if we don't get feedback and if we don't, so feedback is a matter of reframing. So if somebody tells us that we suck, <laughs> it's okay. So embrace the suck, okay? Um, and people that are listening to this episode are going, okay, keep talking. What is she talking about? Feedback is vital. Feedback helps us improve. Feedback helps us connect. And it's okay for somebody to say, you know, you don't want them to be so blunt and say, that's not good. I suck at it. But you know what? This is an area that you can prove on. Turn that into that form of gratitude. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I learned that that was this, the case. So instead of having them go and write the, the Google review, you know, create a system in your business where you get the feedback and you can rectify or correct anything so it never has to get that far, right? Yeah, but as yeah. owners, let's provide the platform where we can say, you know, build it into your system, make it protocol, give me the feedback in addition to referrals, what worked, what didn't, you know, where, where are the areas that, of improvement? Now, I'm going to share that. I'm just kind of leading through that, like kind of as a strategy, because anybody's listening is going to benefit from that. Do you have a feedback system? And would that have changed um, the conversation that we're having right now around it? Yeah, so for me personally, I have conversations with clients at the end of projects. I have conversations with clients throughout projects. Obviously, I look to Google reviews and online reviews and such. Um, but for my customers, each of them are different. So I kind of look at what, who they're serving uniquely, who their clientele is, and where are the points where it makes sense to have conversations. Right. So, and not so that it's so... Um, it becomes such a habit that people don't want to answer. So for example, we have conversations in America all the time where we'll say, we'll greet someone and say, Hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. We don't really want to hear from them. How are they doing? We're just greeting them like, hello. So most people say, I'm fine. How are you doing? And so when that happens, you don't get true feedback from people, right? It's not authentic because you made it a part of our, you know, casual conversation. So in a restaurant, for example, at the end of the meal, people say, how was everything? Or right when they first get it, how was everything? Most times, most people just say, great, thank you, because they don't want to offend the server. Mm -hmm. But because it's become such a habit, they do it everywhere, at every place. So how do you make it different? Right. How do you make it different for them? And so that you can get the honest feedback that's not just, hey, how are you doing? I've tried this test at church. And so when people would say, hey, how are you doing? I start answering them and I can read by their face. Oh, wait, I was not. That is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't waiting here for for that because I'll say, well, you know, I had um, a sprained ankle this week and they're like, great, I'm fine, too. And then you, they realize, oh my gosh, I did not listen to what she just said at all. I just gave a really random automatic response. It wasn't authentic at all. And I'll go, oh, so it's fine that I sprained my ankle, you know, to try to get them through the conversation, just like unscientific, obviously, you know, 
You're technical. That's okay. This see. is good. Yeah. <laughs> to see if it would work. But I think that that's, you need to do some type of disruption when you're trying to get your feedback so that it doesn't feel like it's a regular conversation, like a greeting or uh, um, like we do in our conversation. So it, it's definitely a challenge to think that through and be strategic about when you want to do that. Mm. Yeah. So we talk about being tantalizing and polarizing, right? Instead of the domino effect of I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, kids come home, how's school? Fine. Instead of like, you know, share three things that went great this week. Still, yeah. What were your highs and lows? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's recognize that. And then, you know, strengthening by having that conversation or pulling that out. And those three things can come out just as easy as just, I'm fine. You know, like, oh my gosh, I sprained my ankle. But you know what? Attending, you know, grad parties and um, getting the kids back from, you know, from school break. Those are things that, you know, that's what I'm doing. And so right there, it opens up conversation, right? Yeah. 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 And you're present and you're sharing not only about them, but, you know, but you're making a difference. So tell us how this aligns, you know, with, with marketing. Who do you like to work with? Who do you best serve, Krista? Oh my gosh. I, that's a very loaded question. I like to work with anybody who is trying to change the world for good. And it doesn't really matter what they're doing. It could be just solving a small problem for a mom with special needs kids, or it could be solving a big problem like transportation issues, or it could be whatever it is. I just want to help people who are passionate about what they're passionate about do something amazing for this world. Because I feel like there's just too many people out there doing things just to make money. And then it's like a quick thing and it goes away. And so what I want to do is help them build something that's sustainable and help them build their legacy. Mm. So passion, not paychecks, right? And when you're passionate, you're showing up differently. And you're serving at the highest level when you have that passion and that enthusiasm. And you're not staticky, right? You're attracting people. Exactly. You're so passionate and people want to know how to do that. But then you easily can turn passion into pay if you do it right. Exactly. Right. And so that's what I'm hearing a lot about you, Chris, is, you know, that's how you like to serve your people. You're just very passionate about it. But do you work with specifically women in business? If so, what types of businesses? And, you know, what's a really good referral for you and your business at Epiphany? Yes. So I have a big heart for women in business, especially mompreneurs. They're out there, you know, raising their kids and slaying their profession you know, taking care of their household, whatever they're doing, but they're also just, you know, being the super women that they are, you know, cape wearing superheroes. I'm also very passionate about men and couples, like couples and families that are doing businesses. But my heart really lies with the women. I just know how much we carry as women and how much extra work we do. And there's been a culture where women have torn themselves down for too many years. And I just believe in just building each other up and helping each other get to where they go. And when she's successful, I'm successful. And I, that's kind of my motto. I really enjoy, and it can be an individual that's trying to be like you, or it can be someone that's trying to grow and run, you know, a fortune 500 company. It can be anywhere in their stage, really. Mm, right. Okay. So as we talk about this being a performance podcast, right, because we create confident leaders and confident leaders are really strong performers and when we perform, everything just kind of gets better, right? So how do you, through what you do as a marketing strategist, 
um, give us a tip or a pointer on how we can better perform for our businesses in something that you witness all the time. Okay, so I'm going to give you two tips. One is just be your authentic self because Facebook fake will only make it so long. People only want to hear about the good. People only want to see the surface level stuff for so long. They really want to have engagement and strong relationships with you. You're trying to build super fans and you can't do that if you're only giving them surface level information about yourself and your brand. So be out there and, and be, have, have true, you know, present, authentic relationships with your customers. That's one tip. And, and be yourself. Don't try to be someone else because no one can be uniquely you better than you. No one. There can be lots of people that do the same thing as you, but no one can be uniquely you better than you. So I say go out there, do you, do the best you you can be. And, and to get to the best you you can be is going to go take me to my second point, which is honor your yeses and nos. Because we can be so caught up in being a yes person because we don't want to tell people no, that we end up getting things that aren't in line with who we are, that compromise our integrity, that take, that our energy sucks and not energy gives to the things that we're trying to do and the passions that we have. So honor your yeses and nos, be your authentic self and your passions are going to come through and you will change the world and it will be awesome. Mm. Best advice ever. Wow. Very, very powerful. And you're absolutely right. I mean, I love how you say Facebook fake, right? Um, that, that doesn't bring people, you know, growing organically and rich and present and real. That's what's going to really make that, that connection. Those are the ones that are going to be there. Good, bad, ugly, and otherwise, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Paid, okay. like, paid likes aren't going to get you anywhere. Paid likes buy- are, Right. You can't buy your friends. No, you can't. And yet so many people do because they think that that matters and that level of influence in a number. It's they're giving all their power away. Don't you witness that? It's like, you know, it's just based on a number. Well, that's just such a false way to grow and to build yourself. So, all right. So we're coming into the close of our episode and we love to ask our podcast guests the daily Maverick movement question. And so the question I have for you today, Krista, is how do you stay motivated? Oh my gosh. I have a, it takes a team of people. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. (laughs) Talk about that. Who's your team? Who's on team Krista? Yes. I have a wonderfully supportive husband who will dress up in costume, be an extra in a video who will proof and listen to my speeches and articles. I mean, I don't know. A supportive spouse is like the key ingredient to a successful woman professional, no matter where they, who they are and where they are, what they do. And also my kids have just grown up in this. And so they're very supportive as well. My family is very supportive. So I say, you know, lump kind of family and friends together in that. And then I also have uh, mentors and a mentee. Um, And I think both of those help keep me motivated. The the people that I'm being mentored by um, pour into me and the fact that I can then pour into other people just helps my love bucket stay full and which keeps me, you know, balanced and motivated. Um, And then I have a a 
counselor, a therapist that I see for preventative, what I call preventative. I feel like I just have to have her in my corner. Um, she's yeah. there for me to talk through that, you know, self-doubt person, the person that's in there, uh, you know, being the devil's advocate. I just need someone that's a third party that has no intentions, that's, you know, no, nothing to gain that I can just talk to regularly. I think all, every human being should have someone like that in their life. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We need people on our corners. Okay. So where can we find you? What's your website, social media, or ways to connect? Spark and Epiphany. So on Facebook, Instagram, social, web, it's all Spark and Epiphany. Mm, awesome. Well, thank you, Krista, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Excellent. To learn more about Krista Nelson and her Epiphany Marketing Strategy business, you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add her to your circle of influence and connect to Krista's resources. Thank you in advance for doing that. And we invite you to share this podcast with others. And um, we really appreciate that partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.